When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. See you, Space Cowboy. I go by Spike Spiegel these days. And today's show is a grand slam. I think you might just have the next Michael Jordan. Oh, no, brother man. I got me the next, too. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, November 19th through Sunday, November 21st. We are counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. NBC has announced the lineup for Saturday Night Live's final two episodes of 2021 with back-to-back shows that will close out December. First up, Billie Eilish will pull double duty as both the host and musical guest for the December 11th episode. Eilish has performed on the show once before in 2019, but this is her first time stepping into the host role. After Eilish, Ghostbusters Afterlife star and recent People magazine Sexiest Man Alive honoree Paul Rudd will host the December 18th episode with Charlie XCX as musical guest. Now, Rudd is no stranger to the Studio 8H stage. He'll be joining the coveted Five Timers Club after previously hosting in 2008, 2010, 2013, and 2019. Here's hoping for some great cameos from other five-timers to welcome him. Jonah Hill is reuniting with his Wolf of Wall Street director Martin Scorsese for a movie about the Grateful Dead. Hill, who is one of the movie's executive producers, will be playing band leader Jerry Garcia. The Apple TV Plus movie does not yet have a title, and additional cast will be announced later. Grateful Dead members Bob Weir, Phil Lesh, Mickey Hart, and Bill Kreutzman are also attached as executive producers, alongside Jerry's daughter, Trixie Garcia. Their involvement means the film will have access to the band's extensive catalog of music. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, let's crack open this weekend's picks, starting with number five, Power Book 2 Ghost, which begins its second season this Sunday with Tariq St. Patrick still running from a legacy that haunts him. After killing his professor Jabari Reynolds in the season one finale and with his mom Tasha in witness protection, Tariq is struggling to save what's left of his family, turning to those with power and influence for help. Davis McLean and his new partner, Cooper Sachs, as well as Rashad Tate. But with their help comes a steep price, meaning it's back to the drug business with the Tejadas. Following in his father's footsteps more and more, Tariq will soon have to decide what he really wants and what he's going to sacrifice to get it. Here's a preview. Can you confirm his identity? Jabari Reynolds. What happened to him? I need a list of his students and advisees. That's where we focus this investigation. Everything's fine. I got this under control. I'm not going down for this. Your favorite collegiate client might be mixed up in another murder. Cha-ching. You sure no one would be looking in your direction for this? Nobody. Now you know what happens if you're lying, right? 
Well, this season is going to be quite a ride, and we haven't even mentioned Monet's new alliance with a drug lord named Mecca. It all begins with the season two premiere Sunday at 8 p.m. on Stars. Don't miss it. Now it's time for our number four pick, The Wheel of Time, that is. Amazon's new fantasy epic takes viewers into the world of Robert Jordan's many best-selling novels, where a powerful all-female organization, the Aya Sedai, controls and wields magic. Rosamund Pike stars as Moiraine, a member of the Aya Sedai, who embarks on a dangerous world-spanning journey with five young men and women, one of whom may be the Dragon Reborn, a powerful messiah who will either save or destroy humanity. So, you know, no pressure. Here's a preview. Swear your oath, Moiraine Sedai. I swear to speak no word that is not true, to make no weapon with which one person may kill another, and never to use the one power as a weapon. Do you know what Aes Sedai means in the old tongue? Servants of all. It is they who serve the world. I didn't choose this path, but I will follow it. Where next? The two rivers. The old blood runs deep in those mountains. Let's hope it's prepared them for what's coming. The Dark One is waking. There's a Dark One, too? Things can never be easy in these fantasy epics, huh? Case in point, Moiraine's young companions don't exactly trust her. And according to Pike, they may be right not to. Here's the actress to explain a bit more about her character. We probably see a fraction of the layers that Moraine is going to display um, as the season and potentially seasons go on. You know, she doesn't reveal all her cards by any means. She, In fact, she reveals very few. And I think what she says to Egwene, I think it's in episode two, you know, we will always tell the truth, but mm-hmm. it may not always be the truth you think you hear. And Moraine is very driven. I mean, in some, some ways, I almost think she's almost, she has a kind of religious zeal about her focus on her mission. I mean, by the time we meet her in this series, she's been on this mission for 20 years, you know, mm-hmm. with a single purpose. And she's pursued this mission at the cost of she's eschewed friends and any kind of personal desires she might have, everything is at the cost of her beliefs. And so she's very noble in that respect and very committed. And it's a kind of almost terrifying, I think, her passion for her cause. That sure seems ominous. And given that Amazon has already renewed the Wheel of Time for season two, it seems like we'll be seeing more of Moiraine's layers in the future. In the meantime, you can stream the first three episodes of the series on Amazon Prime Video now. The holiday season is almost upon us, though to judge from Hallmark Channel's lineup, you think it started a month ago. The network's latest holiday movie, A Kiss Before Christmas, airs this Sunday and stars desperate housewives James Denton and Terry Hatcher reuniting the on-screen couple after almost a decade. You can read more about their reunion over at EW.com, but Hatcher and Denton also took a minute to answer the question, what you watching? I'm watching the other two on HBO Max and it is so funny and everybody in it is so funny and it is just making my life getting to watch this show. I love it. It's so entertaining. So that's that's mine. Wow. The older stuff that I stumbled on during quarantine is Ripper Street. Oh, I never even heard of that. Yeah, it's a BBC show with Matthew McFadden from Succession. Wow. Mom Scans, who's a genius. 
Um, and it's a really Jerome Flynn from, I think, Game of Thrones. But it's an older show that somehow got missed, Ripper Street. It's a wonderful, dark, episodic. But the new stuff, it's dope sick. Mm. I mean, oh, Michael Keaton in dope sick. I haven't watched oh, that yet. That's so good. Like yeah, that's it for me. Some great picks right there. We love the love for the other two. It's such a great show. You can find that on HBO Max, as she said, and you can find Dope Sick streaming on Hulu, while Ripper Street is available on the streaming service Hoopla and to buy on digital platforms. And don't miss Hatcher and Denton's big reunion in A Kiss Before Christmas, Sunday at 8 p.m. on Hallmark Channel. Now let's hear a hearty huzzah for our number three pick, The Great. Hulu's historical dramedy returns for season two as Catherine finally takes the Russian throne for herself. But if she thought cooing her husband was difficult, it's nothing compared to the realities of liberating a country that doesn't want to be. She'll battle her court, her team, even her own mother, played by Gillian Anderson, in a bid to bring the Enlightenment to Russia. And she'll also battle her heart as Peter slowly transitions from much-hated husband to prisoner, ally, lover, maybe more than one of those things. Here's a preview. Darling girl, there is a rumor sweeping Europe that you have taken Russia from your husband. You're my wife. You honestly can't think you can run Russia without bloodshed. I can. I'm winning. I love that you think that. He is a threat. I really, really want to kill him. Reason and compassion can win any argument better than violence. Let's just behead him like civilized men. We must act. Let us remake Russia, my friend. Everyone expects you to only last a year. I'm safe until the baby is born. It must be strange, a human creature inside you. Do you ever think, what if he has a knife? I never do. This show is, dare we say it, great. And so are its leads, Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt, who posed for EW's latest digital cover story and drank three rounds with us in honor of the new season. You can check out both of those stories at EW.com. But here is a bit of our three rounds with the stars. Did you guys feel pressure with season two? Do you feel pressure about it coming out since season one was received so well? Now I do, because you said that. (laughs) (laughs) No, do I? Do you? Know. It felt Do weird. You? With uh, I suppose the first series came out during during, during lockdown and everything, yeah. so it was kind of that sure. was a weird kind of outlet anyway. For yeah, it and everyone out. was kind of at home, and I think it was kind of perfect timing for the first season to come out because people were looking for an escape, and our, our film is truly such a whole. You're kind of transported to a different era, and and we play with history a bit and the costumes are so beautiful and the sets are a true escape from your, you know, sweatpants <laughs> at home. So the dynamics and like the, behind it is all still very relevant, but it's a true escape. So I think that's why people enjoy it. Yeah. yeah I, I feel a little, I, I, I do feel a little season. pressure. I have to say about the second season. I mean, not because you're like, gosh, you hope that <laughs> take a drink. I hope that. Yeah. You want to, you want to, you want to elevate and keep pushing yeah, and make it better and better yeah, for people course. to enjoy. And also and you don't want to repeat We had so much yourself. fun on the second season because everyone knew each other so much better and, and more. And so we're, we're so much, we're even closer, you know, just of course. And, um, so I hope people like it and hope they like where it's, where it's going. You can see for yourself the full second season of The Great is streaming on Hulu right now. 
It's trivia time. Elle Fanning isn't the first actress to tackle the role of Catherine the Great. What other famous Catherine once played the Russian Empress in a TV movie? Catherine Keener, Catherine Zeta-Jones, or Catherine Heigl? Stick around for the answer and our top two picks. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Surprise! We have another Whatcha Watching segment for you today. You can call it an early holiday gift. This one comes from HGTV's David Bromstad, who's hosting My Lottery Dream Home, David's Holiday Extravaganza, on the channel tonight at 9. So, David Bromstad, Whatcha Watching? What am I watching right now? RuPaul's Drag Race UK. It is fantastic. Uh, the talent is amazing. I love watching anything Drag Race because it really showcases amazing talent, shows an art form that is so beyond and so fantastic and it's obsessed. What I'm watching again is Survivor. It just came on, so I'm super excited. I'm really behind at the episodes right now, but I can't wait to binge watch it because the game has changed and it's intense. And of course, all of the holiday baking championship shows, all of them. Every single one of them. I'm there for it, of course, and the Great British Baking Show, what's happening right now. So those are the things I'm watching at the moment. And then I have a going-to-bed movie, and it changes from month to month. And sometimes I do ones for five months at a time. And First Wives Club right now is my going-to-bed movie. It puts me to sleep. It makes me giggle at first. And then I just fall asleep, and it just is lovely. Who knew the First Wives Club was the perfect sleeping pill? That movie, if you want to give it a try, is currently streaming on Stars, and you can find RuPaul's Drag Race UK on WoW Presents Plus and Survivor, airing Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on CBS or streaming on Paramount Plus. Number two. Now let's serve our number two pick for this weekend, the new movie King Richard. Will Smith is building major Oscar buzz for his role in this biopic as Richard Williams, the father of tennis greats Venus and Serena Williams. Driven by a clear vision of their future and wielding unconventional methods, Richard has a plan that will take Venus and Serena from the streets of Compton, California to the global stage as sports icons. Here's a bit of that trailer. Watch me hit a few balls. All right. So tell me your names again. I'm Venus. I'm Serena. So what'd you think? I wrote me a 78-page plan for their whole career before they was even born. Yeah, baby, yeah! <laughs> These girls are so great, how come I've never heard of them? They're from Compton. It's okay. They're just not used to seeing good-looking pupils like us. She's nervous. Take a step up. Maybe she ought to take a few more steps up. Just get someplace safe. 
I think you might just have the next Michael Jordan. Oh, no, brother man. I got me the next, too. Well, Richard wasn't exactly known for mincing words. As EW's Leah Greenblatt wrote in her B-plus review of the movie, quote, Smith lets Richard be as ornery and outrageous and sometimes outright unlikable as the real man could be, a reflexive contrarian and showman who often sucked up all the oxygen in the room. It is indeed a powerhouse performance, and Smith and the Williams sisters recently got together for EW's December cover story to discuss how it all came together. When we heard that Will wanted to do it, it was like, oh my God, this movie's gonna be the real deal now. Like, it, you know, like whenever you, whatever film he's in, it's it's the real deal. So you, we got this sense of this is gonna be, this is gonna be big. This is gonna be a serious film. All the major movies that he did that I grew up watching and just becoming an ultimate fan of, whether it was mm-hmm. Independence Day or Bad Boys, I mean, there were, you know, movies that we've watched thousands of times, literally, and my mom too, for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> so, so yeah, so, um, it was definitely, uh, honestly, for me, a surprise. And initially, I was like, oh, really? Like, he wants this role? And right. also, uh, a real sense of hum- humility at the same time. It's like, okay, this is um, an honor to have Will be here and play this role for us. Well, be sure to check out that full cover story in EW's December issue or at EW.com, and you can stream King Richard on HBO Max now. And now, three, two, one, let's jam with our number one pick, Cowboy Bebop. Netflix's long-awaited adaptation of the classic anime series has finally landed, starring John Cho as iconic space cowboy Spike Spiegel, with his fellow spacefaring bounty hunters Jet Black and Faye Valentine, played by Mustafa Shakir and Daniela Pineda, respectively. He'll form a scrappy, snarky crew ready to hunt down the solar system's most dangerous criminals— for the right price, of course. But they can only kick and quip their way out of so many scuffles before their pasts finally catch up with them. Here's a clip from the show. I've seen nothing since then that proves to me that you're actually a bounty hunter. Uh Uh-huh, okay. This, a souvenir from Joey T, bites me in the station as I'm turning him in. And that, that's from Regina Scissors. Okay, it's cute, bites. Scissors. This is from Stella the Fella's blowtorch. You nabbed Stella? Biggest bounty we ever caught. Hmm. This is when we took down the Cunningham sisters. Yeah. That's not a birthmark? And this is when we nabbed Bodan the Bison. Wow. What's with all this we shit? We took, we nabbed. Sounds like chicken shit to me. Cause me, I backed him solo. And I'm like a little girl. Well, this show has some top-notch casting, if nothing else. Here is Cho on how he prepared to tackle the role of Spike. The writing guided me most of the way, but at the beginning it was the skill set, and that then led to a kind of um things started to fall in place. I was like, okay, I'm the guy who can do this. Hmm. Um and then that starts to inform things and, and starts to suggest other things. And then, uh, this is not typical of me, but the anime, the physicality was really important. Um, was a, was a big clue giver for me. I, I was, oh, he's the person who does this in a room and stands like this and walks like this. And um, what does that mean? And that would uncover other decisions. And yeah, that was unusual, but it started with me 
completely physically. You can head over to Netflix to see how that paid off. The live-action Cowboy Bebop is streaming there right now. Trivia. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. What other famous Catherine once played Catherine the Great in a TV movie? Catherine Keener, Catherine Zeta-Jones, or Catherine Heigl? Here's a hint. The movie aired in 1995. The answer is Catherine Zeta-Jones. The movie, simply called Catherine the Great, also starred French actress Jean Moreau, who had previously played the Empress in the 1968 British comedy Great Catherine. So maybe Zeta-Jones can land a guest role on season three of The Great. That's our show for this weekend. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch. This episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal.